Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, here's what you got to love about the NFL, folks. Mike White, Trevor Simeon, and Cooper Rush went 3-0 and as quarterbacks <laughs> on Sunday. Who? Yeah. Incredible. Could you have parlayed those guys any better if you went down to, uh, I don't know, Harrah's that opened their sports book today? Incredible. Um, listen, the Bucks suffered what was going to be potentially a, 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 you know, a very devastating loss, depending on how the rest of the year goes. 36-27 in a game that, you know, they led 7-0, trailed 23-7. to Jameis Winston, let's start there. The guy was playing pretty well. He had the, the score knotted up after his uh, touchdown pass to Traquan Smith. And he, he escapes the pocket. And unfortunately for him, Devin White horse-collared him. And when he did, his knee got caught up, left knee injury. It's serious. Sean Payton said he was in tears. Sean Payton was in tears after the game when he saw Jameis on his crutches. Um, this could be a season-ending injury. I don't know, you know, ACL, MC, I, I don't know the extent of that. But they're preparing for the worst. And, you know, Devin White's a good friend of his. I mean, it's interesting that when they were, you know, on opposite teams last year, of course, he's one of the guys that Jameis would regularly text and send messages to was – kind of a mentor to him when he came in as a rookie a couple of years ago and even through the playoffs and in, in the Super Bowl he said he was happy for him so um, it was painful for Devin White uh, we'll talk more about Jameis Winston and, and that but that of course brought in Trevor Simeon uh, who beat the Bucks. and you know it, it's this this is a kind of loss that could potentially you know hurt you down the road because even though they're six and two which isn't a bad record at the break, going into the bye week, hopefully to get some people healthy coming out of it. A year ago, they were 7-5, and five, and having lost three out of four going into the bye week, one year to the next, obviously, is very different. They have a different set of injuries, a different schedule, all of that. Uh, but now what they have is six straight regular season losses to the Saints, and I'm going to tell you why. It's Sean Payton and his staff. They've outcoached the Bucks. period. I can't disagree there. I mean, their game plan, first of all, the way they attacked the secondary, yeah, the way they attacked Desir and mm-hmm. Cockrell and you know all the backups yeah. that you have playing because your secondary is hurt right now. That's right. I mean, Sean Payton and, and Jameis Winston and Trevor Simeon did the best job of any team this year attacking that secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the penalties. Oh. Uh, just egregious Perfect. penalties. Yeah. Um, you're sitting yeah. there going, I mean, Devin White getting a taunting penalty after you'd already uh, flinched on third and five mm-hmm. and gave him an automatic first down, then Devin gets a taunting penalty. I mean, you can't. Yeah. That, that's your emotional leader. That's your, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the guy that, that, that drives the defense. Yeah. You, you know, he can't be the one getting a taunting penalty there. And, and he's young. I get it. And, and you hope he learns from it. But come on. I mean, you, that can't happen in that situation. It just can't. 
And and it kept happening, and it happened with him. He had three personal, well, two personal fouls, and then the taunting. Eleven penalties for the Bucks for ninety nine yards, and they were piling up. You know that that allowed basically New Orleans to get six first downs off of those eleven penalties. Some of them came at the absolute worst time on third down. How about this? Uh, New Orleans drives the ball down there one time with Simeon. They get back-to-back roughing the passer penalties, okay? Um, The first one on, uh, I believe, Devin White, or I'm not sure. Let me think. Um, Yeah, I think it was Devin. And then the next one was on William Golston. A helmetless William Golston has a late hit on the quarterback that negates an interception in the end zone by Antoine Winfield Jr. Oh, but that wasn't enough. So after that clown show... (laughs) Uh, Winfield Jr. is running through the end zone. Now, Jameis Winston is out of the game. He doesn't know how serious the injury is, but he's certainly not coming back. And Winfield Jr. does the whole eat a W thing in the end zone while the flag is being dropped on Will Golston. It was a comedy of mistakes, you know, and, and sort of classless on the, on the part of Winfield Jr. as well, you know. Um, but that's, that's the kind of night it was. And look, they went into the game. Bruce Arians went into this game. All week long, we talked about retaliation. We talked about penalties. We talked about how this was going to be a street brawl. When these teams get together, it's the old, they don't like each other. But but these are high-stakes games, right? And, you know, a year ago, the Bucks got them in the game that mattered, in the divisional championship. And it's been a it's really been kind of a series of, of, of turnovers. Whoever got the turnovers won the game. And the Bucks and Tom Brady – can't play this defense without turning it over. They simply can't. You know, Tom Brady has, I think, 17 interceptions mm-hmm. since he's been a Buccaneer. Seven of them have come against the Saints. Seven. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, that. you know, and, and he had three. Yes, he had four touchdown passes. He had three turnovers. And here's the thing. Even after all of this, I mean, they have this. They come back. They come roaring back. Defense starts to play a little bit better in the second half. Uh, Brady kind of finds his rhythm with Chris Godwin, who had an unbelievable day, 140 yards receiving and a touchdown. And so they get it back to a one-point game. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, the Bucks take the lead because Cyril Grayson, who's a track star from LSU, activated just a day ago playing in his first game, makes his first catch. They turn him loose. It's a 50-yard bomb that gives the Bucks a 29-27 lead. No, I'm sorry, 27-26 lead uh, because they go for the two-point conversion. They don't get it. So it's 27-26, five minutes to go in the game, about 5.44. And here come the penalties again, and including a pass interference on Ross Cockrell, mm-hmm. which leads to a go-ahead field goal by Brian Johnson, 23 yards. Okay, um, on this on this holding pen, on this pass interference penalty, they literally have to throw the ball out of bounds, you know, because they're going to kick a field goal. They wind up kicking that field goal. They go up by one. Okay, no problem. Or by two, no problem. 29-27. How many times have you seen Tom Brady with the ball in his hands, needing a field goal to win? Okay. Field goal to win, two timeouts, a minute and and uh, I think he had one. Seconds. He had one timeout left. I think yeah, one timeout. I'm yeah. sorry, one timeout, minute and forty one to go. 
But that's still, for Tom Brady needing a field goal, that's plenty of time, mm-hmm. especially with the chunk plays he had in this game. He threw, he threw for 375 yards. And then he makes a bad read or a bad decision, and P.J. Williams, the safety for the Saints, intercepts him and returns it 40 yards for what was the game-clinching touchdown, pick six. Another pick six in New Orleans at the Caesar Superdome. I'm telling you, this team can't play the Saints in the regular season. It doesn't, and it doesn't matter who's at quarterback, and it doesn't matter where they play, and it doesn't matter if it's on Halloween, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, uh, you know, Mardi Gras. It won't matter. The Saints have their number, and I don't know how they won. I was there for the chan- for the divisional playoff game. Again, it was one play. The Saints were up. Drew Brees couldn't throw it from me to you. Um, you know, a lot of things happened. That Antoine Winfield's uh, strip sack or strip fumble of the receiver, the tight end that was running for a first down, presumably to take help them take a, a fourteen point lead. Everything changed after that. The Bucks won the game. Won on win the Super Bowl, and that's truly what matters is what you do in the postseason. But I'm here to tell you, the Saints own these guys, and they own Bruce Arians and his staff. And, and I don't care that they got guys hurt. Hell, you want to talk about a, an injured secondary? How about being down to your third quarterback, you know, in a game that that guy takes off? I mean, he takes a 7-7 game and then builds a big lead because of the help that he got from your defense. Um, look, it, it just it's a bad loss. They're not out of anything. They still have a half a game lead. They have a bye week. The Saints, I think, play Atlanta, I think, next week. So the Saints are likely to go on top of them. Who would you rather be? The Bucks, who, you know, have most of their offense, including Tom Brady, and are expected to get some of their defensive players back, or the Saints, who now have to spackle it together, presumably with Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon. Although, what the heck? Simeon just beat the Super Bowl champs. I think I'd rather be the Bucks, and, and for the sake that you know, one, I got my starting quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, and I think your secondary is going to come back at some point. They should. You know, losing your quarterback, particularly if Jameis is out for a while, and we don't know yet. You also have the experience of Tom Brady. You know, I mentioned to you before the podcast, and look Bruce Arians described this as an embarrassment or I made that yeah that may not have been an exact word but no it was you know, <laughs> embarrassing football yeah um you know just shooting themselves in the foot etc yeah it kind of goes back to the Bears game last year where they went up to Chicago and ended up losing that game it was it was a close game but they lost the penalties were just they couldn't they couldn't get out of their own way with the penalties and just played a really poor game all the way around. And after that game, the penalties started cleaning up. And I know they've talked all season about, we got to do better on penalties, got to do better on Well, maybe sometimes it takes this embarrassment loss to get there, to where players start going, wait a minute, now it, it, this cost us. I mean, you know, you've, you lost to a third-string quarterback mm-hmm. in a game that you were down big. The third-string quarterback, get, but, but you came back to take the lead and still couldn't mm-hmm. win it. And you're couldn't the defending the Super Bowl champs. And and yeah. you couldn't get off the field because you couldn't get out of your own way. Offsides on third and five. Taunting right. penalties. Pass interference. Pass interference. Yeah. I mean, you name you name the penalty on defense, they did it. Yeah, they didn't make enough plays to get themselves down there. Uh the Bucks basically rolled them down there mm-hmm. with all the flags. You know, and it's unforgivable. And and they talked about it. 
They've done it, but in the past against this team, they they should have won this game. I mean, we were prepared, you know, to write a story about who the hell is Cyril Grayson, who comes back. He lives in Metairie, which is just down the street. Um, catches his first pass. It's a fifty-yard touchdown to beat, you know, the hometown team. I mean, this could have been an unbelievable story, but instead, you know, after the game too, and and you know, this there's part of me, and I'm not, I'm not really putting blame necessarily on Leonard Fournette, but like after the game, they're kind of shaking hands or whatever you do, you know, when you lose, um, see some players across the sidelines and CJ Gardner Johnson, who's been thrown out of games before he's a hothead. He's a safety for the saints. He and he and Leonard, uh, Fournette got into it. And I thought Fournette wanted to fight the whole team right there, you know? And I, I just think, look, and again, I don't know what was said, but even in talking to Devin White, Devin White is the emotional leader. But when you say emotional leader, like those emotions have to be controlled. We went into the game talking about Jameis Winston and how emotional this was going to be for him, and it was. And Jameis was playing great, mm-hmm. absolutely great. He had run for 40 yards. He had beaten him with their legs, his legs. He made a great uh, throw on a corner route for a touchdown that beat Ross Cockrell, who had maybe one of the worst games he's had since he's been a buck. Um and so he had played fantastic. The sad thing for Jameis, of course, injuries are part of football, but he was going to be sacked, and he ducked out of it. Um, miraculously, he did what he does. You know, he made this great escape. But then instead of, you know, discretion being the better part of Valor and throwing the ball away, he rolls to his left, and he's run down. I mean, Jameis Winston runs a 5-0. Devin Wright White is a heck of a lot faster. And he gets horse-collared, and it's unfortunate that he blows his knee out. In the future... And I don't know what he's going to have to deal with because we talked to Tom Brady about this. You know, Brady, when he, when he tore his ACL fairly early in his career, he has said the following, I would rather lose games than have to miss them because of an injury. That's what Jameis Winston has to learn as well when the journey is over. You know, uh, okay, you escaped the sack. You got out of the pocket. Nobody's open. Chuck the ball away. Don't get run down from behind trying to run for a few yards. And – even though he had successfully scrambled quite a bit. So it's sad for him. I, I you know, I thought he was playing really well. Um, you know, he, he he's done great under Sean Payton. Sean Payton, to me, I mean, if you're ranking coaches in the NFL uh, after Belichick, I get to Payton pretty quick, you know. I think Bruce is a hell of a coach, and I love his staff. But you, it's undeniable that Sean Payton has gotten them, you know. More than he's gotten Sean Payton. And, and there, there's some genius to that. And he's done it, you know, uh, even before Bruce got here. But he's beaten guys with his backup quarterbacks, now his third-string quarterback. That's one of the hardest things in the league to do, notwithstanding Sunday night where it seemed like everybody had a third-string quarterback. But it, it really is difficult to do. And I, I credit the Saints. But you know what? If you're, if you're leaders on this team, if you're Leonard Fournette, if you're Devin White, Shut the mouth. Stop hurting your football team, and just make plays. Well, Leonard and, Fournette's and, and lucky. Know, know the rules. Leonard Fournette's lucky he couldn't catch the ball because had he caught exactly it, it was a right. fumble, it was a fumble at the goal line. But he bobbled it. That, he couldn't make yeah. the clean catch, and so it ended up yeah. being an incomplete pass. But if he catches that cleanly, yeah. the Saints then have yeah. the ball there. Yeah, that game's over at that point because mm-hmm. they're they're trailing. They got they got twenty. I think it's twenty three to seven. And they rule that a uh, fumble recovery in the end zone for a touchback. And because his hands are so bad, frank, frankly, he never caught it. And the Bucks went on to score a touchdown. And, you know, so that's a 14-point swing right there. 
and you're right. I mean, he was fortunate before, you know, they, they were unfortunate as a team. But, you know, those guys now have been around the league, obviously, and, and emotion is great. I get, you know, that's what makes you, what makes Devin White fiery and all that. And he even said, he goes, look, I'm not going to apologize for I'm fiery and I'm going to always bring it. You got to be smart, man. Smart football players win. You can't have football players that will hurt the team. You know, Ryan Jensen had one of these penalties, I think, during the game too. Like they, they just, you know, the chippiness and, you know, they always catch the guy. I mean, I literally asked on Friday a question of Bruce Arians about, you know, getting into this kind of a game with the Saints. And he even said, you know, I told the guys, you can't, you can't do it. You can't retaliate. You can't hurt the football team. That's all this Sunday was about. All Sunday was about were late hits, um, you know, guys taking liberties, being selfish, and, and hurting their team. And, you know, that combined with, for whatever reason, um, you know, Tom Brady turns the ball over against these guys. I can't figure it out. Other than this is a team that has learned how to hit him, hit him early, get him out of his rhythm a little bit, um, and, you know, force some bad throws. I mean, he just has – we asked him, you know, why do you think that, you know, you, you, you've had so many interceptions and turnovers against the Saints? He goes, it's just bad throws. You know, I just haven't haven't played well. And that's it, unfortunate because you got to beat them to go somewhere. Sunday was the 38th game in his career that he threw for four touchdowns. That's now an NFL record passing Drew Brees. Yeah. It's only the second incredible. one he lost. Only the second one. Wow. Out of the 38. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, to, to, just to defend him a little bit, I mean, it's hard to hold on to a one-point lead in an mm-hmm. NFL game with five minutes to go. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to climb back into the, like that and take that lead, it sure would be nice if the defense made it hard on him, you know, instead of just committing penalty after penalty and letting him go down the field. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it really is on the defense. You, you know, your job is to close out games when you get the lead. Five minutes to go. That's enough time to get get them off the field. You had a couple three and outs to start the second half. You could have gone three and out there. Instead, he committed more penalties, got them back down the field, and they and they win the game. And you know, all, all of that could have been could have been avoided. They just they simply lost their poise, and you know, and it hurt them. And championship teams don't do that. And we've talked about how every year is a new year and. You know, they did find themselves after the bye. I think it's it's obviously coming at a good time because they have a lot of injured players. They're clearly playing with guys like Cockrell, um, like Pierre Desir that are not up to the level of their starters when healthy. You know, they need Murphy bunting back. They need Carlton Davis back in the worst way. Uh, and they got to be hope, you know, they got to hope that they don't lose any more players because it's a long season. But what I saw today was just not good football. And and it was embarrassing. Bruce Arians is right. You know, they gave that game away. And that's an inferior Saints team. Their defense is elite. Their defense is totally elite. But they gave up chunk play after chunk play after chunk play to the Bucks, including the 50-yarder to Sauro Grayson. And they gave the Bucks all kinds of opportunities to put points on the board. And they did for the most part. Um, but you just can't play that way against good football teams. And... It'll be real interesting to see because, you know, they obviously get them again later this year in Tampa. Um, when the Saints came to Tampa a year ago after beating them in the opener, 
There was no worse loss. They got beat. You know, the Saints beat these guys thirty-eight to three. It was twenty-eight nothing in the first four drives for the Saints. Yes, and the, and the, Bucks, the Bucks went, went three, and out, out. three and yeah, out, three and out, three and out. Everyone, I was at that game. It was awful. It was it was over quick. I mean, they like if it had been a fight, they would have stopped it in the first round. I mean, it was just it was incredibly bad. And and the Saints have that ability, you know. And Alvin Kamara is a beast. Like you can throw it to him. You can. How about Mark Ingram? How about the fire that he brought? You know, and, and that's the taunting penalty, of course, that Devin White got because Mark Ingram's going to talk a lot of noise. But you know what? He backs it up. He can really play. He was a physical presence, and he brought the fight to them, and they didn't respond. And that that's that's the saddest thing is that you've won a Super Bowl. You have 22 starters back. It's a veteran-laden team. Devin White is not a rookie, um, and yet you're the team that goes out there and loses its poise. You should be the team with all the poise. You know what it takes to win a Super Bowl. You've actually just did it. Okay, so start acting like a Super Bowl champion and quit just giving away first downs and points, you know, to the other team. I mean, you just can't. You can't do it. So you can't. But but, I, but but the good news is it's week eight. It's week eight, and, and the you schedule, can fix. You can fix those. You can fix penalties. You can you fix. Can. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying you can fix. I mean, they showed last year when they made a commitment to stop getting penalties. It's on the players. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You can make a commitment not to taunting penalties. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can. This is all fixable stuff for the Bucs. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not going to be a very fun bye week for Bruce Arians and his staff because they've got a lot to work on. When the players get back, it's it's not going to be fun for them that. This week, I mean, this week they'll be off, but yeah, they'll be off this week. You know, I, I feeling the message is going to be very different when they return next week. The players, it's going to be a really hard film to watch, but they need to watch it, mm-hmm. and they need to watch all of it, mm-hmm. and they need to see, you know, what they have done um, to beat themselves against against this football team that they need to win. You have to win the division this year. Look, uh, assuming the Saints win next week. You know, you're you're gonna have the Saints uh, would be ahead of you in the division, technically. They'll, they'll be ahead because of the head to head, um, even though the record will be the same. But, you know, you've got uh, Green Bay, Arizona, um, you know, all these teams with the, the Rams, Rams and Dallas all with one loss. Dallas all with one loss. And I'm here to tell you, you don't want to go on the road this year because you're coming back here. You're going to Green Bay. You're going to you're going to Arizona or you're going to Dallas. You know, you're going to division champions, and you think it's <laughs> you think it's loud in the regular season, and it was. It was it was a freak show, you know, between Halloween and and a, and a full building, only the second home game they've had. But you know, you go to those other places in January with a full crowd. This ain't no COVID system, you know, where there's nine thousand people there. Um, they picked the one year, the best year, to have to go the hard way, which is three road wins, and then the Super Bowl was in their own stadium. That's not happening this year, I don't think. It's a totally we saw today. It's a totally different ball game when you fill up that. Well, it could. Caesar's the Rams stone. could end up with a wild card and go three road games and then play the Super Bowl at home. It could happen. It could. It could happen. Yeah, <laughs> could happen. But it probably won't happen for these guys. No. You know, and I'm I'm always like amazed too. Like just I mean I've done this a minute and it, it's always this is the case with the NFL because it's one sixteenth of the season or in this case one seventeenth mm-hmm. of the season every time you play a game. And it's always crisis or carnival, right? When you win, no one can beat you, and you're you know you're you're the number one seed or you're 
you know, just too good for anybody. And then if you lose, it's as if, oh, my gosh, they may not win another game. Well, we know the Bucks are going to win another game. I mean, again, the schedule turns. they got the Washington football team next. You still have They'll Tom Brady have, as your quarterback. You still have Tom Brady. You still have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, who, by the way, are pretty good receivers. They had pretty good days. Brady missed Evans, who was wide open behind mm-hmm. the defense. Lattimore, Marshawn Lattimore fell down. He air-melded it, overthrew him. I mean, Tom missed some throws. You're going to miss some throws. But he also made some great ones. Um, it wasn't all bad. I mean, there was a lot of good in this game. But the self-inflicted mistakes, that, that was the ball game. You know, you, you let NFL teams hang around. You give them first downs. Um, you know, you, you just do self-destructive things. They deserve to lose. Even if they had won this game by a point, I would have told you, you know what, the Bucks didn't play well enough. They deserve to lose. The team that won deserved to win. You know, they didn't blink when they lost their quarterback. Mm-hmm. They played harder. They played smarter. And they got the W. And, you know, they, they deserve this victory. So, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's, uh, New Orleans is weird. I mean, it's weird for Halloween. Like, it it was crazy up here this weekend. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still in New Orleans. I'll be, I'll be leaving um, in a few hours after we, uh, we wrap up this podcast as we tape it on Sunday night. But it's just one of those places, man. <laughs> There's nothing like it. And on Halloween, oh, boy, uh, it was quite a show. It really was. And, you know, I don't know. We had, with colleagues got flights canceled and American Airlines is a mess. And it's just nothing good came out of this weekend, man. It was just weird. The uh, headline in the New Orleans paper, mm-hmm. pick or treat. Yeah, there you go. That's a pretty like good one. It. I like that. Headline. I like it. Yeah, pick, pick or treat. And they got, they got them three times or two times. They got them, yeah, they got them two times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a two fumble. times and then the fumble, yep. Yeah, and the, the fumble was, was not good, clearly. Um, yeah, I, I thought the Bucks rushed, you know, rushed pretty well at times. They were, you know, they were trying to play man-to-man. They were getting beat that way a few times, and they backed off and let the front four rush, and they got pressure, you know, once Trevor Simeon came in. But, you know, just it's just a reminder that the worst quarterback on any roster is still what? An NFL quarterback. You know, all those guys came in, and the three that I mentioned at the start of the podcast, they all came in and did their jobs, man. They all played great. It was a crazy you know, day in the NFL, man. It was nuts, right? I think I saw was, this is the first time in NFL history two quarterbacks won games throwing 300 or more yards in their first start on the same day. That's nuts. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah. And, I mean, Mike White. How about Mike White? Eight years to the day. Of his first start at USF, eight years to the day, he leads the Jets, the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. He throws for over four hundred mm-hmm. yards. Mike, freaking White. He went out of the game temporarily, and they brought in Josh Johnson. Remember him? Mm-hmm. He, he was with John Gruden's like first hurrah, his first draft class, I think, out of San Diego, the Toreros. Guys, dude, still playing. Yeah, who but knew Mike, Mike White, White was still playing? <laughs> Nobody knew. Mike White? Mike White? Who got benched for Quentin Flowers? Rightfully so. Saved Willie Tag- Taggart's job. But, yeah, that Mike, that Mike White, he was terrific. You know? Just just fantastic. And, yeah, what a story. Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott couldn't go, and Cooper Rush comes in and throws a fade for a touchdown in the final seconds at Minnesota. 
The Cowboys roll. How about them Cowboys? Apparently it's the first time ever that a quarterback-to-receiver combination for a touchdown. Cooper to Cooper. The first last first name of the quarterback to the last name of the receiver is identical. First time ever, apparently. It's awesome. <laughs> Cooper squared. Cooper rush. Cooper squared. Now, it was, a, it was a fun day in the NFL. Not so fun for the Bucs, certainly. And, Here you go. You know, Here's, Jeremy Fowler just tweeted this as we're doing the podcast. Final mm-hmm. line for backups, Trevor Simeon, Mike White, and Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. 77 of 114, 889 yards, six TDs, three picks, and three wins. Wow, not bad. Three win- I'll take the three wins is the most important part, but yeah. That's some heavy mileage, man, and touchdowns. Yeah, there's more than one guy that can play, and it's a team game. It just shows you it's the ultimate team game. You got Tom Brady in that game against Trevor Simeon for the bulk of it, and you go – there's no way. This is a total mismatch. You know, Tom Brady doesn't lose to Trevor Simeon. Well, he did. <laughs> you know, and that's got to hurt, man. He was – the one thing I'll say about Brady is that you're not going to stick around very long for his news conferences because if he loses and he plays like that, he has not much to say. No, we're you on know, the Washington. Exactly. He went Belichick on his big time, man. <laughs> we'll we'll see how Jim Gray pulls it out of him on the uh, – Let's go podcast. Maybe he'll warm up to him. Maybe it's a bye week for that podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's right. It'll be Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald is stepping in this week for Tom Brady, who's on a bye. Of course, the box lost. But, you know, that's my Jim Gray. I've never tried to do one before. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, you know, it's... Well, you know, and and look, Bucks fans have a week to just kind of, you know, chill, and Ooh. maybe you can concentrate on the University of Florida for a while. Or, <laughs> although I, I will yeah. say that first half, I mean, the defense played well, mm. but Georgia's defense is phenomenal. Last couple minutes went awry Ooh. the first half, didn't it? Well, it, but the, it was the Georgia defense. I mean, I know, I know. So I'm saying Florida's defense played well. Yeah, they hung in there. Yeah. I mean, it was 24 nothing, but it wasn't their fault. No. <laughs> No. But what score is embarrassing for the Gators? Like, how many points did they have to lose by before you go, hmm, that's not a good re- outcome? No, I mean, no I, it was definitely not a good outcome regardless. But it, Them losing is not a surprise. Them getting annihilated was. You know, our, 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 uh, of course, our guy, Matt Baker, asked Dan Mullen, we'll talk to Matt this week, but asked Dan Mullen, like, what do you think? What do you think the talent differential is between you and Georgia? He goes, I don't know. What do you think it is? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and, he, and then Matt says, do you really want me to answer that? <laughs> and he just left it there. And Matt says, if he had told me, yeah, answer it, I would have. He goes, but that's that's the default. You got me. I can't answer it. I'm just going to ask the question back to you. And my response is always, well, you know, like with all due respect, Coach, no one gives a rat's blank. You know what I think. I ask the questions, you answer them. That's how this works here. No. You know, I don't know anything. Just assume I have no clue, um, and no one cares that I have no clue. But 
Yeah, it was a tough. It was a tough one for the Gators. USF had a tough loss Thursday night. Oh yeah, they needed to follow that up with I mean, a win. They the, had the, the weather was part of it, and that, but they just didn't yeah. play as well. The defense, like I'm watching them, they're bringing it's the third down conversions for East Carolina was incredible. It's like every third down they converted, but they're they're so they bring pressure on third down, which I like. But then they would play a zone, soft zone behind it, and if it was third and six, they're behind the sticks by about. You know, they're playing 20 yards off the ball. I'm like, dude, let your coverage and your rush complement each other. If you're going to come after quarterbacks and you know the ball's coming out hot, then get up on the receivers and play play man press, you know, so that when the ball comes out, you can make a play instead of backing off by 12 yards. Just It kept happening time after time after time. I'm like, what, what are you guys doing? I don't know what you're doing. What do you think you're going to accomplish here? I guess it's going to take them more plays to score, but like you're giving up third and sevens over and over and over again. So that was disappointing. That really was. Florida State gave Clemson a run. They did. That wasn't bad. Um, Miami upset Pitt. Huge, huge upset for Miami. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good win for Manny Diaz. And unfortunately, your Michigan Wolverines, the Jim Harbaugh's, got uh, out coached. Again. Flat out out coached. And he's my guy. I like Mel B, who's from Wisconsin. He was at the University of Wisconsin program. But name the big win over a over a, a Big Ten rival that Jim Harbaugh has. I'll wait. He can't beat Michigan State when it matters. He certainly hasn't beaten Ohio State. Beaten Penn State a couple times, but he has beaten Penn State a few times. But but, but he was uh, Harbaugh and and Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator, particularly were flat out out coached in that game. Totally, yeah. Of course, that running back. Oof. Oh, I mean, he's phenomenal. What a stud! But here, here's the part. I here's the part that kept happening, and this is why yeah. I say they were all coached. Yeah. Is Michigan State would would get you in? You know, third and three. You switch yeah. your defense to a big defense because it's third and two or whatever. Yeah, third and three. They convert, and, and then you try to substitute out, and they just run up and snap the ball, and you're not ready. And they score yeah. touchdowns off of it. And it's like you kept well, doing it. It's like. If yeah. Michigan State doesn't substitute, you can't substitute because as you soon as you do, people out they there, go yeah. quick. They don't go quick unless you try to substitute. That's right. I'm like it, and, it wasn't hard to figure out early in the game, and you kept doing it. And it's like and so, you're yeah. outcoached. They're dictating your personnel, and you're going to have to play with the yeah. guys you got regardless of down right. and distance. As and, soon as you try to substitute, they go quick, and you're you're done. You're done, yeah. And it was like, you know, eh. they got outcoached. I mean, a lot of times it's you know the players. This was this was a coaching job. Yeah. I mean, you had a thirty to fourteen lead, and you kept doing that, kept letting them go tempo on you. Was you try to substitute? You can't do yeah, it. Yeah, they they got to learn to close games out when they have that kind of control yeah. of it. You know, you just can't let a team hang around and come back. But Mel Tucker's team. I mean, they they fight hard. Next coach they at LSU. Hard. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, there's a booster that can write a check for him, right? Yeah, not Mike Tomlin, but Mel Tucker, yes. But, but Mel Tucker, there's definitely a booster can write a check for him. So that was cool. And the Lightning have won a couple of games, which is yeah, nice for them. They've, uh, yeah, they, they'll play the Capitals tonight at home. Yep. And then they go to Canada for a few later this week. And the World Series is going to game six on Tuesday night. Yeah. boy. Uh, Braves had a had... grand slam in the first inning, a 4-0 lead, and couldn't hold it. Sounds a lot like a five to two lead after a grand slam in yeah. game two of the Red Sox series. A little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. So now you got two. You got to win one in Houston. I would not want to go to a game seven. Have they got that rookie that threw five no nos, uh, no hit 
uh, shout out at them. Can, is he available for one of these? I would guess by Game 7 right? he would be. Game 7, yeah. I, I, I may, maybe Game 6. They pulled him out a little early, so. Yeah. On a gut. I mean, that was a gut five. by the manager to pull him. He said it was, wasn't analytics. It was his, his gut told him to pull him. Hmm. Well, manager. Apparently you're allowed to do that. By a gut and guts and not analytics. That's that's something. Yeah. That's something to think about. But it was a cool weekend for sports. Um and and like I said, I I I like New Orleans. I, this is not a hard trip usually, but the airlines were all messed up. We had a really good meal. That was that was the one thing. Uh GW Finns. If you're ever in New Orleans, stop by that place for the for the scalabut or whatever they call it. Um but yeah, overall just uh just a lost weekend man for the bucks just just not what they came here to do uh and in spite of their horrible play they still had the lead they had five minutes to go they couldn't hold them uh then you know with a minute almost a minute and a half or so and still having a timeout you just need a field goal and then you throw the pick uh the pick six it's just you know just a horrible outcome um for the bucks so it is it is although what you just said said a lot Mm-hmm. As badly as they played, and yeah. by far the worst game of the season, maybe the worst game since Brady's been the quarterback. Maybe yeah. I mean, well, yeah. the game Chicago's last year. A, yeah. the New Orleans home game last year. Maybe thirty-eight-three. Yeah, I would give you that. Yeah, but and yet you still had a lead late and a chance to win. Yeah, I mean it shows you the talent level on the team. That, right, you know that even as poorly as they played and it was bad. Yeah, they still had a shot. I mean they, they didn't made win a lot it, of it, plays. You know, there's yeah. no moral victories, but yeah. No, I th- I think you know again they do need to get healthy. Bad news though, and we'll kind of wrap, wrap it up here. Bad news on the injury front. Uh, Rob Gronkowski did not finish the game. He had back spasms, and he came into it with rib injuries, which is you know seems somewhat connected to me. Bruce Arians said that in retrospect they should not have tried to play him. And I was told all week, even as early as Sunday morning, by some coaches that they didn't think he was going to be able to go. And then the decision was made to use him situationally, third down, you know, just be very careful about the number of reps, uh, red zone, that sort of thing. But he couldn't he couldn't get through it. Richard Sherman was only dressed in case, you know, they lost everybody and you needed to just get to the end of the game. He obviously wasn't going to play. Levante David came back and played his butt off. Levante David had a ton of tackles of Alvin Kamara. Um, he was all over the field. I thought he I thought he had a terrific game. And then Devin White was Devin White and you know they're all going to have to look at themselves especially, you know, especially that guy. Um we I, I wrote a column in the Sunday uh, Tampa Bay Times about how the splash plays aren't there. Well now not as just the splash plays, you're hurting your team, you know, with these penalties. And you know, just you can't you got to be the poise guy, you got to be the leader of that defense and the leader can't be the one out there committing these egregious penalties it's got to stop you're right it's on the players we'll see if they can do it so that's it from uh from new orleans we'll uh, of course be back with you all week we'll have more college football talk i'm sure with matt baker um we'll preview you know well we won't preview but we'll review the bucks first half of their season uh as well as we hit the bye week and hey maybe we'll even get a little time off over the weekend you never know but uh we're here every monday through friday you can also send us your mailbag questions i've got some of those that have come in uh, over the last few days as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, the Bucks are losers here in New Orleans. They go to 6-2. and two. Still a lot of the season left as they head into the bye week. For Steve Bursnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. 
Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.